0: Arizona's news station, KTAR News 923 FM. Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. Yeah, exhausted always, much like this guy joining us now, Congressman Andy Biggs. And, uh, man, we got to talk first and foremost about what took place just over the border here Mm -hmm. with uh, the drug cartels and the nine family members that were killed. Uh, And this, I know, is going to be something that people are going to be talking about because this feels like America was touched in a way that we haven't felt it, even with drugs.
1: No, that's exactly right. I mean, you have this family, uh, and and there are um, binational communities that uh, families and individuals that live down there. They're citizens of the U.S. They're citizens of Mexico. They've been down there for for decades. I mean, we're talking decades. Uh, they've lived there, and and this is just a horrific uh, crime. It's a murder, and it, it and it really, you know, Chad, you're right. This this touches on America in a way that maybe people hadn't seen and felt, but I, I'll just compare this. I mean, and you've been down to the border with me and, and I'm going, I'm taking another group of congressmen down uh, next month, but, well, look, we, we have seen in the Naco Douglas area um, uh, just about a month and a half, two and a half months ago, there were over a dozen people killed South of the border in a cartel inter cartel uh, fight going on. These people are ruthless and inhumane, and it's it's, it's a tragedy. I just I, I just feel absolutely, incredibly bereaved by this uh, for this family.
0: You know, you talk about, uh, you know, we've been down there and, and Trump, you know, tweeted out and said, look, we got to do something. We'll help you with this. The reality is, is the hugs, not bullets thing that they were trying isn't working. And that, that battle in Cuyacon a couple weeks ago, if you've not seen mm-hmm. it, it's like the movie heat. It is absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a narco state for all intents and purposes, minus Mexico City and a few other places. But the Sinaloa cartel and the Zetas are running free and, something's got to be done because they're far worse. I worry more about them than I do ISIS.
1: No, I, I, absolutely right. Um, because, well, first of all, you've got the drug uh, trafficking that's still going on rampantly. You've got human and sex trafficking going on. That's crazy. And and then you, you have still, you're still about three and a half to four and a half times the normal apprehension rate going on. So people say, oh, well, we're down. Well, we're down for, because we had... Uh, 150 people apprehended in, in May. We're down to 40,000. That, that sounds big, but you know what? We normally apprehend only 12,000. So this continues to go on. Uh, the op- we don't have operational control of our border. The cartels control the border. These men and women that we have in the Border Patrol are great. They're doing the best they can. Uh, uh, but you know what? The, the cartels control these areas that they call plazas. They're getting a Mordita, They're getting a, 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 this, this basically this VIG um, all along the path to go in. They're making so much money. And when you talk about narco state, you want to get a feel of it. Go, go to watch telenovelas and, and see how they've changed in the last 15 years. They're now all about narco state. Yeah. Um, When when I watch him. It is is
0: absolutely scary talking to Congressman Andy Biggs. We switch from there uh, to the chaos that is impeachment. Now you've got all this stuff happening with uh, Sunlin and and Volcker and everybody seems to be trying to get in there and look for some sort of, uh, you know, first person in gets the best kind of deal thing. It's going to go Mm -hmm. public sooner rather than later. What can we expect from the Republican side? Because so far, most of the talking has come from one side of the aisle. But you know what? Now the Republicans are going to have their say. One thing I don't hear is what is the, you know, essentially going to be the attack plan?
1: Well, what you're going to see is is, um, an what's happening now is the Democrats are starting to have to show their cards as you know, their narrative has changed almost on a daily basis. You know, it was well there was a quid pro quo, then there wasn't a quid pro quo, then there was, uh, you know, uh, uh, attempting to influence a 2020 election, and then there wasn't that. They've changed that. What by them for by by them coming out and having to go a little bit more public? They're not there yet, by the way, Chad. They're holding secret hearings all week, this week and last week, anyway. Um, by by having open more open hearings, they're going to still try to cherry pick their witnesses and testimony. But it allows the Republicans now to grab onto whatever their narrative is and really try to uh, to discredit that. Which I think we've you know we've done fairly decent discrediting the process because the process has been abominable. But uh, the 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 narrative on the substance that's going to fall apart very quickly. Which is why. Uh, uh, Schiff has been very controlling on, on how this narrative has unfolded is because when we get out there, when we see uh, what's going on, we'll, we'll see that. Then I'll just tell you one other uh, thing that I've been trying to push for. I'm pushing for minority hearings. I've been pushing for that. Um, and, again, because we don't control, uh, the, the Democrats don't have to give us the minority hearing, right? So, so Or they can't. Or they have to give it to us, but they can do it when they want to give it to us. And they can control when and how and where. And so you might see some unofficial hearings or some unofficial uh, uh, media roundtables with some of these witnesses if they're willing to come in and just expound on what their testimony was. So so we want to open it up as much as possible because the more you open it up, the more information the American people see. I think they're going to understand that what President Trump did was absolutely, perfectly uh uh acceptable there's not nothing impeachable about it but there's moreover uh, it, it was it was fine it was all right for him to do that
0: talking to uh, congressman uh andy biggs you know i I asked the question i had mark halpern on today uh i was talking Mm -hmm. to him because he's got a new book on on how to beat trump but it's not it doesn't hammer trump what it does is it shows that so many people on the left uh in particular the experts uh they're worried you know maybe not so much the american people on the left who don't understand but the people who are inside understand that he's a beast of a different flavor he's coming in ways that people can't believe and as we chatted about this I, I asked him a question. I said, "Very honest with you, Mark." I said, "You talk to all these Democratic, you know, muckety mucks," and he and he said, "Yeah." I said, "If." If Trump was loved, if he was liked, I mean, granted, he would, you know, I mean, just by the average person, he had more of a personality that people thought of maybe when he was on The Apprentice and we weren't as tribal. I said, would we be in this situation when it comes to the Ukraine Uh, or would this just be something that had floated by? And he said, oh, we would never be in a situation like that. Do you feel the same way? Like if there wasn't such a an emotional passion of disdain for him, that this is one of those things that we wouldn't even be talking about? Well, you know, there's a part of
1: me that agrees with that, but there's this other part of me that says, you know, and I just actually wrote an op-ed that hasn't been published yet, but, but I wrote one yesterday dealing with this. I think that there's more to it than that. I mean, I think for the rank and file Democrats um, and for some of the, the moderate independents, they may have this visceral reaction to Donald Trump. But I think that the elite within the, the Democrat Party, the, the the base of that Democrat Party, they don't like Trump uh, for multiple reasons, not the least of which is he is attacking the bureaucratic state, which is a huge base for the Democrat Party. The second thing is he's extremely pro-life, and he gets he's on the switch to appoint judges and U.S. Supreme Court justices, and I think that drives them crazy. They're very fearful of that. Abortion uh, uh, is a, an important issue to the left. And they and so they're all caught up around the axle on that, and so they're going to go for 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 that like crazy, I think. And there's some other reasons there, but I don't disagree with what you're saying. If if look, but I'm just telling you, if Donald Trump wasn't um, caustic in some ways, you know what I mean? He's, he 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 offends. Uh, he could not have accomplished anything like he has accomplished. uh, Yeah, well... Just because of the bureaucratic state.
0: Yeah, and Halpern said, look, he wouldn't be Trump without that, but if he was more beloved just by the public itself, we probably wouldn't be in this situation.
1: Yeah. Like you, Chad. Yeah. Well, like
0: look. You. I look. I like Trump, and I dislike Trump. I like some of the things he does. Other things, I disagree with him on. But the reality is, I think that's the way it should be with every politician. We shouldn't fall into uh, uh, like. Uh, you shouldn't fall into love. You should fall in like with the politician. And say you're a free agent. Make them prove it to you again and again. Last question. Uh, yep. And I appreciate you coming on as always uh, talking to Congressman Andy Biggs. Sanctuary City, Tucson, voting on it. Uh, What's your take? Uh,
1: you know, I hope they don't. They don't do that. I think. Uh, I think. You know, here's. Here's. I'll be real quick. Nancy Pelosi is always saying no one is above the law, right? And so, what is a sanctuary city? It's putting certain people above the law, and uh, I think for if you support that kind of lawlessness, um, I think this thing, this this horrific massacre in Mexico by cartels, um, should really cause people to second guess. Um, and not to mention um, the the county um, uh, in in Maryland where they've had these uh, sanctuary county and they've let the the and you've had a number of rapes come from people that they've let out um, that had ice holds. I think it is a terrible idea, um, and I hope that the residents and voters of Tucson uh, agree with me. Not not the.
0: Well, as always, I appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, I like the fact that you speak it straight. You give it to it, and I think that's good. No beating around the bush. We know where you stand, as always. Uh, appreciate that, Congressman Andy Biggs. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk soon.
1: Thanks, Chad. Good to be with you always.
0: Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. Chad Benson Show.